Allah says, لَوْلَا Why not? إِذْ سَمِعْتُمُوهُ Why is it that when you heard it, heard what? The slander. O believers, when you heard it, how come, why is it that this did not happen? What did not happen? That ظَنَّ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ The believing men and the believing women should have thought be him in themselves خَيْرًا good. How come you did not think good in your heart? How come you did not assume good in yourselves? About who? About Aisha, about Safwan. Why is it that your first reaction was not a good reaction? How come you assumed bad about Aisha? You should have assumed good about her. وَقَالُوا And they have said, meaning why is it that they did not say, هَذَا إِفْكُمْ مُبِينَ This is an ifk that is mubin, meaning a clear lie. It's falsehood. This is not true. How come you did not say this? Notice the word bi anfusihim. Anfusihim has been interpreted in different ways. One is that in themselves, meaning in their hearts. You should have thought good in your heart about Aisha. Anfusihim has also been understood as about themselves. About themselves. Because believers, who are they? They're all one body. Right? So if something is said about a believing man or woman, then remember that is being said about you also. Because you are part of them and they are part of you. You're all the same. What would you think about yourself? If you were in the place of Aisha radiallahu anha, left behind, would you have done this evil act? Would you have done it? If you were in place of Safwan, would you have done this evil act? Would you expect this from yourself? No, you wouldn't. Why? Because you're a believer. And if you wouldn't expect this from yourself, how could you expect this from Aisha? How could you expect this from Safwan? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us a very important lesson over here. And what is that lesson? That when you hear something that is bad, that is defamatory about another believer, then what should be our first, our instant reaction? What should it be? What is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaching over here? Think good. Think good. You know, for instance, you see someone in a bad place. Alright? Like for example, walking out of a music store. For example. Alright? Don't just assume, oh my God, they purchased music? What if they went inside to find out where the closest washrooms were? What if they went inside to give da'wah? Right? It's a possibility, right? So when you see something, hear something negative about a believer, what should be your first reaction? Khairan. Think positive. Think good. Give 70 excuses before you blame them. Give a list of excuses before you blame them. Right? You know, for example, you're driving and somebody cuts you off really bad and they're speeding across and you're like, oh, just because they have a nice fancy car and by the way, it's two years old and it doesn't even have this thing or that thing. You know, you start assuming negative things about them in your heart. What if they're speeding because their child is choking in the back seat? What if they're speeding because their child is crying a lot? What if they really need to go to the bathroom? Right? Assume something good. 
always assume something good, especially when it comes to a believer. Think good. Interpret other people's actions and words positively. And secondly, what do we learn over here? That think at that time, that if you were in that situation, would you have done it? Would you expect this from yourself? And would you think it's fine for people to assume evil things about you? Would it be acceptable to you if people assumed evil things about you? No, you wouldn't. Then like for your sister what you like for yourself. Like for your brother what you like for yourself. Because the reality is that if a Muslim is being dishonored, in fact, you are being dishonored. You are being dishonored. If a believer is being attacked, then in fact, you are being attacked. Right? Like Imam Shafi'i said, مَن نَمَّ لَكَ نَمَّ عَلَيْكَ Whoever gossips for you, meaning to you, about someone, what are they going to do next? They're going to gossip about you next. You're going to be their next target. So the first thing is, think positively in your heart. Right? And then, وَقَالُوا هَذَا إِفْكُمْ مُبِينَ Say that this is a lie. Speak up against it. Speak up against the slander. Speak up against the negative things that are being spread about other believers. Speak up against it and say this is a lie. Meaning, if there is something that is not backed by proof, it will be considered, what? A lie. If it is not backed by proof, it is going to be considered a lie. This is a very important principle that we should remember. Otherwise, we will doubt everybody. We cannot trust anybody. Right? Because who is 100% perfect? No one is. There's always reason to think that they have done something wrong. They may not be the best individual. There's always reason to think like that. You know, unfortunately, we have developed this mindset of doubting everything. Right? Of distrust. So for example, when it comes to, for example, a masjid, right? Or a prayer mat. We come to pray on it and we think, what if somebody stepped on it with a sock that was dirty, that had some filth on it? And why would it have filth on it? Because what if they walked into a public bathroom without any slippers? So what if, what if this carpet is unclean? What if? So you know what? I'm not praying over here. What if, what if, what if? What we do is we consider everything to be impure. Right? Whereas the rule is the exact opposite. Everything should be considered pure unless there is a reason. There is something that tells you that that thing is impure. Because there can be many what ifs. You go to a house where there are kids. Yeah, what if the kid peed over here? And what if the kid peed over here? And what if the diaper leaked over here? And what if the diaper leaked over there? Don't pray there? Yeah, don't pray here. Really? No. Consider the place to be clean. Likewise, consider people to be honest and truthful and innocent unless there is a clear evidence that suggests that they are guilty. A clear evidence. Proof. It must be backed by proof. And when there is no proof, then consider the accusation as a lie. وَقَالُوا هَذَا إِفْكُمْ مُبِينَ And Allah is teaching us that you should say this. When rumors are being spread about people, say that those rumors are a lie. 
Speak out against them. It is said that this ayah was revealed about Abu Ayyub Ansari and his wife. When this incident happened, Abu Ayyub Ansari, his wife said to him that, Oh Abu Ayyub, have you heard what the people are saying about Aisha? He said, yes, and it is all lies. It's not true. He said to her, Oh Um Ayyub, would you do that? Meaning if you were in Aisha's situation, would you have done that? She said, no by Allah, I would not do that. And Abu Ayyub said, by Allah, Aisha is better than you. If you wouldn't do it, then there's no way Aisha would do something like that. So what people are saying is all lies about her. The Prophet ﷺ also asked Zainab bin Jahsh anha about Aisha. Right? About her reputation, about her character in general. That if something like this could be expected from her. And he asked her, what do you know about her? And Zainab said, Ya Rasulullah, I will protect my hearing and seeing. Wallahi, I only know good about her. You see, Zainab anha is the co-wife of Aisha. This is her chance. Her chance. And Aisha anha is like the most beloved wife at that time. Right? Every wife you could say was jealous of Aisha. This was her chance to get Aisha anha completely out the picture. But what does she say? I have to protect my hearing and my sight. Meaning I should only speak that which is true. Wallahi, I only know good about her. The Prophet ﷺ asked Usama anhu. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, this is not possible. There is no way that Aisha and Safwan would do anything like that. It's not possible. It cannot be expected. It can never be assumed. So Allah teaches us that when you hear something like this about a believing man, about a believing woman, say that it's a lie. Assume good in your heart. Don't assume anything negative. Speak out against the lie. Declare that it's a lie. Lawla, Allah says, why not? Ja'u, they came, alayhi on it, bi arba'ati shuhada, with four witnesses. Meaning these people, when they accused Aisha, when they accused Safwan, how come, why not, why is it that they did not produce four witnesses? That is the law. That if you accuse someone of zina, you produce four witnesses. فَإِذْ So then, لَمْ يَأْتُوا They did not bring, meaning when they did not bring بِالشُّهَدَاء The witnesses, when they did not produce witnesses, فَأُولَٰئِكَ Then it is those عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Near Allah, هُمُ الْكَاذِبُونَ They are the liars. The near Allah, who are the liars? Who? Those who are accusing. Those who are slandering. So when they're liars, what does it mean? When they're accusing, without producing any proof, without bringing witnesses, what does that mean? What did we learn earlier in Surah An-Nur? وَالَّذِينَ يَرْمُونَ الْمُحْصَنَاتِ Is there a punishment for that? Yes. There is a punishment. Had of qadaf. Remember this term, had qadaf. Because this is qadaf, right? Qadaf is to slander. So they're slandering them. Allah says, they're liars. Therefore, the three sahaba, Mistah anhu, and secondly who? Hassan bin Sabit, and thirdly, Hamna bin Jahsh. They were punished with the had of Qadaf, 80 lashes. All three of them. They were punished with the had of Qadaf. What does this teach us again? Human beings are not perfect. Just because they've made a mistake, that doesn't mean that you completely cut them off. Give them another chance. They've done tawbah. 
And this was part of their tawbah. But remember that Abdullah bin Ubay, he was not punished. Why? Because there were some people who were still taking his side. They were defending him. And Abdullah bin Ubay punishing him was something not very easy. Because he had a big name in that society. Alright? And also if you think about it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let it go. The Prophet ﷺ let it go. Why? Because when the punishment did not happen, what does that mean? He was not purified. When he was not purified, what does Allah say? لَهُ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ For him is a great punishment in the hereafter. These three sahaba were the ones who were taking the side of Abdullah bin Ubay. The rest of the companions, they were quiet. They were basically quiet. They didn't say anything. They didn't defend Aisha radiallahu anha. They didn't accuse her. They were quiet. And some of them, like Abu Ayyub radiallahu anhu, right? Zainab radiallahu anha, and other companions, what did they do? They defended Aisha radiallahu anha. What do we learn from this ayah? That if a person says something without producing proof, then who is he near Allah? فَأُولَٰئِكَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ هُمُ هُمُ الْكَاذِبُونَ It is enough for a person to be a liar that he passes on everything that he hears. That he heard it from someone and he passed it on. Without proof, without checking. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teach us in the Qur'an? وَلَا تَقْفُ مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٍ Do not pursue that about which you have no knowledge. If you didn't see it, if you didn't hear it, if you didn't witness it yourself, don't speak about it. Don't prove it. So we see over here that those who do not bring proof, they are considered as liars near Allah. Allah says, وَلَوْلَا فَضْلُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكُمْ وَلَوْلَا And had it been not for فَضْلُ اللَّهِ The favor of Allah عَلَيْكُمْ on you وَرَحْمَتُهُ and His mercy فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ In this world and the hereafter, if it was not for Allah's mercy, if it was not for Allah's favor on you, then what would happen? Lamasakum. Surely it would have touched you. Fee concerning that which ma afatum fihi, you were involved in. What would have touched you because of what you were involved in? Adabun alim, a great punishment. You would have suffered a great punishment because of what you were involved in. It's only because of Allah's grace, His favor, His mercy on you that you are being spared at this time. Notice the word afattum. Afattum is from the root letters fayadat, fayd. And fayd is to overflow. So for example, a cup or a container filled with water, but water is still being poured into it. So what's going to happen? It's going to overflow. And as it overflows, then what happens to the water? It flows freely. So you were involved in it. Meaning you took the matter so lightly, you spoke about it, you passed it on without confirmation. And because of this, Allah would have punished you. What does this ayah show? It shows to us the anger of Allah against those who participated in this slander. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was angry with them. And this shows that this is an action that makes Allah angry. What is? What action? Slandering? Lying, speaking, or accusing other people without any proof. Is talaqawnahu. Is when talaqawnahu. You were receiving it. Lam qaf ya. Laqiya. Laqiya is to meet. Right? And talaqi is to receive. Because when you receive something, you meet it. 
right? So you were receiving it, what? This slander, this ifk. You were receiving it bi alsinatikum, with your tongues. Alsina, plural of lisan. What does it mean by this? You were receiving this lie with your tongue. Where is it that you generally receive things? Where? In your hand. If it's something physical. Right? If it's words, where are they received? In the ears. Right? But Allah says, you received it with your tongues. What does that mean? What does that mean? You received it with your tongue. Meaning as soon as this reached you, your tongue spoke. Your tongue passed it on. You heard it, and you passed this rumor. You passed this lie without confirming. You were receiving it with your tongue. You took it with your tongue. What you heard, you just passed it on without thinking, without analyzing. وَتَقُولُونَ And you were saying, بِأَفْوَاهِكُمْ With your mouths, afwah plural of fam, fam is mouth. You were saying with your mouths, مَا that which لَيْسَ لَكُمْ بِهِ ilm. You had no knowledge about. You had no proof, you had no knowledge about this matter. Because Aisha never confessed, Safwan never confessed, who saw them? Which third person saw them? Nobody did. So if you didn't see them, you're speaking without knowledge. So you were hearing and you were passing it on without knowledge, وَتَحْسَبُونَهُ And you were thinking it, meaning this whole slander, to be hayyin, to be very simple, very light, lightweight. وَهُوَ While it, عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Near Allah, it was عَظِيمٌ It was tremendous. You were thinking of this matter to be very insignificant, whereas in reality, near Allah, this was a very tremendous thing, a very serious matter. What do we learn from this? That falsely accusing someone, defaming their honor, is not something small. We should not fool around with other people's honor, with their reputation. Also we see over here the evil of spreading gossip and rumors. Right? Because تَلَقَوْنَهُ بِأَلْسِنَتِكُمْ You heard it, you passed it on. Without confirming, without thinking, without even using your mind, without even logically analyzing it. And many times it happens. We hear a story that is completely baseless. We don't use our mind. We don't analyze it. We just pass it on. We pass it on. We get a message. We pass it on. Right? There's this photo. There's this picture that's been going around on the internet. Every WhatsApp group I think has received it. That when a husband and wife look at each other with love, you know, something like that, then Allah blesses them. Or There's a hadith like that. And what's the reference? Bukhari. There is no hadith like this. No hadith at all. There's no hadith like this. It's a lie. But it's quoted as Bukhari. And there's different versions of it now. You'll find it. Just Google it, okay? Just go on Google Images and say, husband and wife look at each other with love. Hadith. And you'll find different versions of that picture. And how people pass it on. How people share information. Remember, What you say, what you share with others, you're responsible for it. If it's true, and people benefit from it, you get ajr. But if it's a lie, and people are misguided because of that, you get the sin. So be careful when you hit like, and when you hit share. Be careful. Because you're spreading it. And when you're spreading it, you are responsible for it. You're either gonna get ajr, or you're gonna get sin. 
And don't take this matter lightly. Because we could think of it to be very insignificant. But what is it near Allah? وَهُوَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ عَظِيمٌ And remember that spreading rumors, gossip, all of this, this is one of those sins. It's one of those crimes for which a person will be punished in the grave. In the grave. Remember when the Prophet ﷺ at one occasion he was passing by? And he said that these people are being punished in the grave. Not for something very serious. This one person, he didn't protect himself from the splashes of urine. And the other person, he would spread namima. Slander. Lies about others without any evidence. Walawla. And how come? Why not? If samirtumuhu, when you heard it, how come? Why not? Qultum, you said that ma yakunu lana, it is not permissible for us annatakallama bihada, that we speak about this. It's not right for us to speak about this. How could you even speak about it? And when you heard people talking about it, why did you not stop them? So now in this ayah, who is being reproached? Those who were silent. Those who were quiet. Because you see, when we hear something about someone, something that is negative, there are three possible reactions. One is that we accept it. We take it with our tongue. We hear and we pass it on. The second is that we speak out against it, that no, this is not true. What proof do you have? Okay, if you don't have proof, don't talk about it. And the third is that we just become quiet. We become silent. Generally, what do we do? We become silent. Imagine, someone is being abused, physically assaulted. All right, Pieces of them, pieces of their body are being taken apart, cut off, and people are physically attacking them. Is it okay for us to sit there quietly and watch? Backbiting, what is it then? What do we learn in the Qur'an? What is backbiting? It's like eating the flesh of your dead brother. Imagine your brother, he's killed in front of you. One person is coming, biting off his arm. Another person is coming, biting off his head. Would you just sit there and watch? Oh, it's not my business. I can't do anything. Would you do that? If you do that, who are you? You are also a criminal. You are also responsible. What is Allah teaching us over here? That when you hear something like this, why did you not say, ما يكون لنا أن نتكلم بهذا? It is not right for us to talk about this. Because sometimes, you know, we may wonder that what if this is true? We don't have any proof, but what if it's true? Well, it will not be considered true unless and until there is proof. And since we don't have any proof, we shouldn't talk about it without proof. Right? And secondly, when another believer is being attacked, is it okay? Is it okay for them to be attacked? No. So stand up and defend. مَا يَكُونُ لَنَا أَنَّ تَكَلَّمَ بِهَذَا Remind others. Subhanak. You should have said, Subhanak, exalted are you. Subhanallah. You know like we say in ta'ajjub, in amazement. Subhanallah, how is this true? How is this possible? You should have said this. هَذَا بُهْتَانٌ عَظِيمٌ Why didn't you say that this is a بُهْتَان عَظِيمٌ A great slander. What is بُهْتَان? بَهَتَا It means to be astonished, to become speechless. And a slander is called بُهْتَان So Allah is teaching us here that this should be our reaction. When we hear something negative about another, speak up against it. Think about it. 
these lies, were they not causing her to the Prophet ﷺ? Were they not causing her to his beloved wife Aisha? Of course. Imagine the Prophet ﷺ is feeling hurt and you're not saying anything about it? You're not stopping people from gossiping? You're not stopping people from spreading lies about him and about his wife? And you see, this matter, it doesn't just stop there. Who is angry over here? Allah is angry. Then how can we sit quietly when Allah is angry? Because of what people are saying. Is it not our duty to stop people from saying what they're saying? We are responsible. In Surah Al-Ahzab, Ayah 57, we learn, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يُؤْذُونَ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ لَعَنَهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ Those who hurt Allah and His Messenger, Allah has cursed them in the dunya and the akhirah. Hurting, causing hurt, causing annoyance to Allah and His Messenger is not something small. يَعِذُكُمُ Allah advises you from مَوْعِضَ Wow, to advise, to warn. Allah is warning you. أَن تَعُودُ That you repeat. عَيْن وَوْدَالْ Aud is to repeat, to do something again. Allah is warning you. You better not repeat. لِمِثْلِهِ For something that is like this. أَبَدًا Ever. إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ If you're truly believers. Meaning, okay, a mistake has happened right now. But this mistake should never be repeated again. Look at the warning over here. It's so clear. A mistake has happened, but this should never be repeated again. Because you see, a mistake made once, okay, it's a mistake. But when it's made again, then it's not a mistake. It's a decision. It's a decision. So, يَعِلُكُمُ اللَّهُ أَن تَعُودُ لِمِثْلِهِ أَبَدًا إِن كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ If you're truly believers. So staying away from such type of conduct, this is part of iman. This is a requirement of iman. So the sahaba were taught over here, and we are also being taught. What are we taught? That when something negative is said about the Prophet ﷺ, about his wife, don't just sit there silently. Speak against it. Say, هَذَا بُهْتَانٌ عَظِيمٌ Don't just watch. Stand up in defense of Allah and His Messenger. Because if the Messenger ﷺ is attacked, then what is being attacked in reality? The religion of Allah is being attacked. Right? Because if you think about it, many people, they accept that, okay, there is God. But Muhammad Rasulullah, this is what they have a problem with. Right? But the thing is that if the Prophet ﷺ is not accepted, if he is not respected, then what will happen? The entire foundation of Islam is collapsed. When the foundation is destroyed, the whole structure will fall. The whole structure will collapse. So, the Prophet ﷺ, his family, his actions, if ever they are attacked, what is our duty? Stand up in defense. And from this, a greater lesson, that if ever a believer is attacked, something negative is said about him, without any proof, then what is our responsibility? What is our responsibility? Stand up in defense. But what if they are guilty? Exactly. Innocent until proven guilty. But what if? And then we're speaking without knowledge. Right? Because sometimes we say, oh, I don't know about this matter, so I can't really say anything. I want to keep out of it. Then in that situation, what should we do? What does Allah teach us over here? Look at the ayat and find the answer. What does Allah teach us? Because sometimes we don't want to defend somebody because what if they are wrong? And we don't have knowledge about that situation, so we want to keep quiet. 
So what should we do in this situation? What does Allah teach us? Exactly. مَا يَكُونُ لَنَا أَن نَتَكَلَّمَ بِهَذَا It is not correct for us to talk about this matter. So for example, there's a particular individual and somebody is backbiting about them in front of you. Right? And you stop them and they say, but this is right. But this is true. Then what do you say? Well, okay, even if it's true, it's not okay for us to talk about this. It's not correct for us to indulge in this kind of conversation. Because if we do, then we are guilty. We are responsible. We are committing a sin. وَيُبَيِّنُ اللَّهِ And Allah clarifies to you, الْآيَاتِ The verses. Allah is clarifying the verses over here to you. وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ And Allah is knowing and wise. Wise in how He brings about a matter. In why He lets something happen. And in the outcome of that particular matter. So over here, Allah let this happen. But there was hikmah behind this. And Allah is teaching us lessons through this. For our own good. يُبَيِّنُ اللَّهُ لَكُمُ الْآيَاتُ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ A few more lessons that are learned from the story which are in the following ayat, which inshallah we will do in our next lesson. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik, nashadu an la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.